Welcome to The Greek Current, a podcast by Halk and Kathy Merini. I'm your host, Thanos Davelis. At the White House this week, Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis announced that Greece will move forward with its bid to acquire the F-35 stealth fighter jet after 2028. He also added that Lockheed Martin had expressed an interest in investing in Greece's aerospace industry. Vasilis Nedos, Kathimerini's diplomatic and defense editor, joins me today to break down the next steps for Greece in acquiring the F-35, Lockheed Martin's role in Greece, and what else to look out for as Greece and the U.S. deepen their defense cooperation. Vasily, it's great to have you back with us again. Thanks for having me back, Fano. Vasily, Prime Minister Mitsotakis confirmed that Greece is going to move to acquire F-35s. What are the next steps? Well, there is one next step which is very specific. The Hellenic Air Force must send a, a letter of request for a letter of offer and acceptance. This is something that has to be done. It's bureaucratic, but it's also essential. After that the letter, there is a need for discussions between the two sides, between Greece and the United States, between uh, the Hellenic Air Force and Lockheed Martin, but also the Pentagon. And, uh, this uh, period of time could last between one and a half year and two and a half years, from 18 months to 30 months. In any case, this means that the decisions will be taken by the next government, whatever that may be. So as soon as those negotiations are over, we will need a period of around five years to develop the necessary infrastructure to, let's say, host to base F-35. So I would say that if you add to that the fiscal program of the Greek government and the requirements that have to be met in order to have an agreement between uh, Greece and the United States for the F-35s, I believe that the most possible uh, period of the first 35s landing on Greek soil would be somewhere between 2028 and 2030. So this is pretty much the next step, and this is pretty much the period that we should be expecting the first F-35s in Greece. Vasily Mitsotakis added that Lockheed Martin, which produces F-35s and F-16s, had officially expressed its interest in investing in Hellenic aerospace. What role will Lockheed Martin look to play in Greece, and what will this mean for Greece's aerospace industry? Well, you know, there is one thing about Hellenic Air Corporation, EAV, as we call it, and Lockheed Martin. Lockheed Martin is the prime contractor and, I would say, a partner of HAI for more than 30 years. Programs such as the F-16 modernization into F-16 Viper, C-130, P-3s, a lot of important programs are already being developed in the factory that HAI has. You know, of course, cooperation between you know the factory and the Lockheed Martin. So I think that for AAV, for HAI, the Lockheed Martin proposal is uh, actually a proposal to work with the partners that you already have. But I would be a little bit skeptical on how this is going to work, not because uh, of you know the proposal itself, but because of the procedure that it will have to go through in order to be finalized. Let's not forget that this is a public company, a a state company that has a series of issues that are connected to its nature, which is, uh, of course, unfortunately, uh, you know, gifted, and I put this into brackets, gifted with all the state maladies. Staying on this point, Vasily, is there a chance that Greece could join the F-35 co-production program? Because there were reports that indicated this. I don't think so. 
And when we're talking about Lockheed Martin investing into HAI, I think that the main uh, purpose is to modernize the existing company and uh, make it a hub for maintenance and repair in the broader region of Balkans in the Southeast Europe and Middle East. Given the investments Greece will need to make at its air bases to accommodate the F-35, do you see this as an area where the United States and Greece could work together within a framework like the MDCA, for example, to upgrade these facilities? Well, you know, this has to happen because the purchase of the F-35, the outright purchase of the F-35, is connected with creating the proper infrastructure for its basing in Greece. So there will be some cooperation. I should mark here that the three bases that are, let's say, uh, competing on which will base the F-35 is uh, Suda Bay, Larissa, and Araxos. And I would say that in Larissa and in Araxos, we already had a number of serious investments in the previous months. We know that there is a funding for 50 million infrastructure in Suda Bay. And then just a few months before that, another somewhere close to $33 million of investment in Ladisa Bay. So, uh, yes, there will be cooperation between Greece and the United States to develop uh, the infrastructure needed to base F-35s. Vasily, in July, the naval base at Suda Bay is going to host U.S. F-35s. Is this a unique opportunity for Greece? I think that this will be the first opportunity of many for the Hellenic Air Force to train alongside uh, F-35s and start to familiarize with that type of aircraft. So I think, yes, it is an important step. While One Eye is on 2028 and the F-35, Greece is expected to get its first F-16 Vipers at the end of the year and is in talks with the United States over a number of other smaller projects. What should we be looking out for in the short term? There are a series of things. I think that the most important program that U.S. companies are interested in is the refurbishment, the modernization, of the four MECO-class frigates of the Hellenic Navy. And uh, actually, the U.S. companies have proposed a very competitive solution for that program that will give those ships another 15 years of operational life. Of course, we already have the discussions that will finalize at some point for the UAVs, the MQ-9 UAVs, for the needs of surveillance and other operations in the Aegean Sea and the East Mediterranean. Then we have smaller programs, a quite important program that will not involve directly the U.S. is the modernization of 38 F-16 Block 50. They could be actually modernized with the spare parts from the modernization of the most modern batch of F-16s into F-16 Viper. And of course, there is a big amount of stuff, if I may use that word, that Hellenic Armed Forces are interested in from the excess defense articles of the U.S. Armed Forces, but we'll see how this will uh, proceed. As we've covered in the past, Vasily, Greece has stepped up and delivered not only humanitarian aid, but also arms to Ukraine. How is this factoring into Greek calculations when it's thinking about procuring arms? Is this an opportunity for Greece to you know, get rid of older Soviet-era arms, for example, and upgrade its arsenal in cooperation with the United States? Well, Thano, as you already know, because you've covered it extensively, in the recent U.S.-Greece Defense Act, there is a provision for $25 million annually exactly to, let's say, uh, phase out those Soviet-era systems. 
I have reported a lot of times in the previous days about proposals coming from either the Ukrainians or Germany or, of course, uh, United States on uh, Soviet-era, all these German weapons to uh, be sent to Ukraine to support Ukrainians in their fight in the war. Greece has put as a precondition the replacement of those systems with, let's say, Western manufactured systems. I don't think that uh, this goes very well right now, but there are still discussions on a few systems. Now, to be more precise, uh, I will try and, uh, let's say, describe briefly what are the Russian or Soviet-era systems that are used by the Greek armed forces, the Hellenic armed forces. The first one, of course, is the long-range air defense system, S-300. Everyone knows it. Then we have medium-range air defense systems like Tor M1 and OSA AK. And actually, you know, especially the second one, the OSA AK, are quite an outdated system that is not necessarily, uh, let's say, fitted to modern warfare in the GNC. There are also some uh, man pads that were manufactured in the former Warsaw Pact countries, and actually Greece has already uh, dispatched uh, quite a lot of those uh, rocket launchers to the Ukrainians' armed forces to good use, as we know. And of course, there are bigger systems that I'm not sure that you know Greece or the United States would be uh, interested in discussing about them. These are the uh, Zuber-class hovercrafts that are used for. Uh, Actually, two of the four were uh, Ukrainian ones. And of course, uh, last but not least, there are the armored vehicles uh, of personnel uh, transport, BMP-1. This is a system that was procured from uh, East Germany back in the early 90s. It was actually, let's say, handed over to Greece by the defunct at the time is Germany just before the unification into the Greek armed forces. And those, uh, let's say, armored vehicles are, I believe, a case where Greece and the United States could find an agreement on. Vasily, thanks again for joining us. Thank you, Fano. In other news, the Greek foreign ministry strongly condemned the incursion of two Turkish fighter jets within 2.5 nautical miles of the northeastern city of Alexandrupoli on Friday, calling the incident an unprecedented violation of national sovereignty. This action is a very clear escalation of Turkish provocation, the ministry said in a statement. The ministry added that the incursion was part of Turkey's effort to promote its neo-Ottoman revisionism in violation of the fundamental rules of international law. This, it said, undermines the cohesion and immediate priorities of NATO and poses a clear threat to the European Union at a critical juncture, as the port of Alexandrupoli is a key transport hub for strengthening our allies. Finally, Jordan's king, Abdullah II, has offered to station firefighting aircraft in Cyprus through the summer fire season, according to Cypriot Foreign Minister Ioannis Kasoulidis. King Abdullah's offer comes after Kasoulidis pitched to his Greek and Israeli counterparts the creation of an East Mediterranean firefighting hub aimed at addressing summer wildfires that could overwhelm any single country. Cyprus, Greece, and Israel have often assisted each other by sending firefighting teams, gear, and aircraft to help combat massive wildfires. The Cypriot proposal would streamline and speed up the dispatching of such assistance. Cyprus, Jordan, and Greece also have a trilateral cooperation that aims to strengthen their defense and security ties. That wraps up today's episode of The Greek Current. Thanks for tuning in.